0: Stay Frosty Parkrunners and welcome to the 16th edition of the Stay Frosty Parkrun podcast. I'm Emu and I'll be your host for about the next 20 minutes or so and I will try and make it 20 minutes this week I promise whilst I have a look at all the statistics that you record every time you do a parkrun. I'll also be giving a shout out to my star parkrunner of the week, introducing this week's featured parkrun, updating my Christmas calendar and updating you all on our latest parkrun exploits. As always, if you'd like to hear your favourite parkrun mentioned on my podcast, or give a shout-out to a special parkrunner who's got a new PB or started parkrunning recently, you can let me know on the email, stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com, or you can send me a message on the Stay Frosty Parkrun Facebook page. Firstly, I'd like to share some exciting parkrun news which has popped up on my Facebook feed this week. Sport England has announced that it will be making significant investment around £3 million, uh, $3 million sorry, in parkrun over the next three years in order to assist in the set up of 200 new parkruns. It will be focusing on communities which have the most to gain from free weekly social events and specifically trying to increase the number of women and girls from low socio-economic groups. It will also enable the modernisation of Parkrun's digital platform for registration, results and event information in order to allow it to grow indefinitely. That's great news announced by Parkrun there and I've shared the article on my Facebook page if you'd like to read some more about that. Right now though I'm going to be analysing some Parkrun statistics. Jay and I, and especially Jay I have to say here, Really enjoy looking at our stats and the little graphs that you get, which charter improvement on a particular park run. I have to say sorry here to anyone who's not as into the numbers as we are. We are a bit nerdy when it comes to this sort of thing. So, there are two main statistic page types. One relates to all your results for a particular park run, and the other one shows you your 10 most recent park runs regardless where they were, and has a summary of all your runs at different events, one entry for each park run location and it also at the bottom there shows your volunteering record. On the first page type, which is the one linked to a particular park run, um, in my case for example South Norwood, you'll be shown a summary of your fastest, your mean average and your slowest records for this run, which includes your time, age, grading, overall position and gender position. For every year you run at this event you also get a best annual achievement record. As I've only been running at South Norwood this year, so 2018, I only have one entry for this at the moment. But I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing it being updated in 2019 and hopefully having two records that show me the best achievement I've had in the current year. So obviously the first run I do in 2019 at South Norwood, I'll have one entry there and it will just be the one that I've run. When I do another one, if that one's quicker, it'll be updated and I'll have the best one showing there. At the bottom of this page is a list of every recorded park run that you've done at this particular event. So for example I've done 22 runs at South Norwood with the most recent one at the top you can actually rearrange these by clicking on the titles, so or there's all those little up and down arrows and you can rearrange them by uh, each of the different column headings so you can rearrange them to look at them in the order you've done them quickest to slowest or slowest to quickest or you can rearrange them to see where you finished in a particular park run so whether you were 65th or 50th or 20th or whatever. I would argue though that the finishing position maybe isn't as meaningful a statistic as some of the other statistics, because this one will obviously vary depending on the number of participants at a given week. Although if I ever get into the top 10 finishers at a park run, regardless of the number of participants, I'm definitely going to be boasting about it, as to be said. One of the statistics which people often struggle to understand properly is the age-graded percentage. This is actually quite a useful one if you like to compare your performance with other people running in different distances, or running the same distance but in different age categories, or all of the above. Parkrun doesn't disclose the table it uses to calculate this figure, but they state it is loosely based on the tables produced by the World Master Athletics, or WMA, Worldwide Governing Body for Athletics. They emphasise that these figures are just for a rough comparison and shouldn't be taken too seriously as they don't take into account things like the terrain you're running on, the gradients, the weather conditions and all that sort of stuff. To give you an idea of how good your score is, in inverted commas, um, Parkrun states that if you're scoring over 60%, this is sort of local class competing level. If you're over 70%, it's regional class level. Over 80%, it's national class level. Over 90%, it's world class level. And 100% is approximately world record level. If you score over 100%, this could indicate a record setting performance for that age and distance. My current percentages are roughly between sort of 50 and 55%, but I'd really like to be able to get my percentage up to around 60%. I'm crossing my fingers here for no more injuries or anything like that. My age grading has been as low as 26% when I limped around at the back of the field uh, with the back marker when he was dressed as death and as high as 56%, which was when I ran at Dulwich Park Run in August this year. The last statistic I'd like to look at on the Parkrun specific page is the mean average run time, because this takes into account all the parkruns that you've done at that course, and you can watch it improve week by week, as long as you run slightly quicker than your average each week. Obviously, if you run slightly slower than the average, it's going to bring that average back down again a little bit. The other type of page, which shows your most recent 10 runs plus a summary of all the different park runs you have taken part in, is great for assessing all your park run records together. For example, I've done five park runs at Pool Park Run, uh, the quickest one of which is shown at 28 minutes and 33 seconds. But if I actually click on the word all at the end of that record, then it takes me to the pool specific park run page that I've just mentioned and shows me every park run that I've done at Pool and I can compare them from there. From the summary page that shows you all the different park runs, you can actually click on. There's a little uh, zigzag line at the end of each record, and that will take you to a page that shows you a graph. and They and they make a graph of all your age graded percentages. So, if you're improving every week, the line will steadily go upwards. If you're staying about the same, it will probably bop up and down, but it will stay roughly around the same place. And if you're getting worse for whatever reason each week, then you'll notice that it sort of zigzags up and down, but maybe comes steadily downwards. It's quite a, it's quite good to be able to see a more visual representation if you don't like looking at all the numbers together or you can't really wrap your head around what's going on with the numbers, then you can see just with the line graph where you are or how much you're improving each week. You can also see straight away on this page sorry, the overall best time, the best gender position and the best overall position out of all the park runs you've completed. And You have to bear in mind that they might not all be at the same park run. So my best overall time was actually at Dulwich Park Run, 26 minutes and 17 seconds, but my best gender position was actually at Park Run de la Ramy in France on a different day, uh, because they had so few runners there that I, I think I ended up third on the uh, gender finishing stats on that one. But all of those are shown at the very bottom of the table, because that's the best result that I've had at any out of all of the others. And last but not least, the, one of the main reasons that I really like to peruse my statistics now and again is to actually check my totals. So after passing the 25 park run mark, I started finding it very easy to forget which park run number I was actually on. I'm really looking forward to getting my 50th park run uh, under my belt so that I can have the t shirt to record this achievement. And it's nice occasionally to go online just to remind myself what number I'm on. Currently it's 39, and I've only got 11 more to go. And I'm, like I say, I'm really looking forward to getting to that. First landmark in the parkrun t shirt reward community. Shysa. And now, without further ado, it's time to announce my star parkrunner of the week. This week's award goes to. Nikki! For not only getting a PB this week, but for shaving a massive 48 seconds off her previous PB at South Norwood. I wasn't joking last week when I interviewed her and I said that I thought she'd be able to run under 20 minutes, if that's really her goal, because if she carries on like she has been this year, I can't wait to watch her progress in 2019. Well done, Nikki. I'm really looking forward to seeing you on New Year's Eve and having a little celebration, and hopefully we'll be well enough the next morning to go and do a couple of park runs together. Moving on to this week's featured park run... This week, I've already mentioned it, but I'm going to be taking a look at the quick three-lapper that is Dulwich Park Run. So this is the first place that Jay managed to run under 30 minutes, and the PB that I ran here is still my fastest overall time at any park run. It's hard to imagine now, but it was a really hot and humid day the last time Jay and I ran there, but the atmosphere was absolutely lovely and everyone was so friendly and welcoming. Dulwich Park Run is in London and to get there you can travel to North Dulwich or to West Dulwich train stations which are 15 and 12 minutes walk away respectively. From North Dulwich you can take the P4 bus from stop VB towards Lewisham and from West Dulwich you can take the P13 bus and that's from the WA stop and you want to hop off both of these buses at Queen Mary's Gate to access the park. Other buses that you can catch in the area to get to this particular parkrun are the 176, the 185 and the 197, which stop at Grove Tavern on the junction of Dulwich Common and Lordship Lane, which is 12 minutes walk away from Queen Mary's Gate entrance again. The whole course is basically flat, and I say basically because it is run entirely on tarmac and the track does gently go downhill from the start and then gently back uphill as you come round to the finish. But you don't really notice it too much, unless you're really putting everything into it. And then by the third lap, it does feel like more of a hill, I will say. Especially if it's very hot like the day that we ran there. There is a cafe in the centre of this park, the Dulwich Clock Cafe, which has toilets which are available for everyone to use. And this is also the cafe where everyone likes to go afterwards for a coffee. It's a pretty little park, actually, with a lake and a bridleway which you run alongside, and some tennis courts, which you also run past towards the end of your each of the three laps. Volunteer numbers here are normally between sort of 15 and 20 and the number of runners has been recently around the sort of 275 to 350 mark but it seems to vary quite dramatically I'm not sure if there's you know organized events there which make it vary or if it's because of weather conditions but uh, recently there were 634 so 634 runners at the beginning of November but only 202 at the beginning of December, so there are quite dramatic fluctuations in runner numbers, so I guess ch- check the local page to see if there's any particular events going on which might explain why there's more numbers on a particular day. To date, there have been 354 runs here, making that start date on the 14th of April 2012. I actually really enjoyed running this park run and fully intend to return here to see what kind of time we can do again when we're both fit and healthy, maybe when the weather's a little nicer as well. And also to compare to our previous times to see how we've improved over the course of a year or so. I definitely recommend this park run to everyone, especially if you're looking for a nice quick flat park run just to really push yourself and see what you can achieve. And that familiar sound, as I'm sure you know by now, means it's time to update my Christmas calendar. So this week, I'm starting with Dewsbury Park Run, which has a Christmas Day event starting at 9am and a New Year's Day event starting at 8.30am. Southport Southport Park Run has their Christmas Day event at 10am and their New Year's Day one at 9am. Haverford West Park Run is having a Christmas Day event at 9am and a New Year's Day event which starts at 10am as well. Great Denham Park Run's Christmas event starts at 10am and their New Year's Day event starts at 9am. Keswick or Keswick Park Run has their Christmas Day event at 9am and their New Year's Day event at 10.30am. The Whammy Park Run starts their Christmas event at 9am and their New Year's Day one at 10.30am. Pocket Park Run is not having a Christmas Day event but is having a New Year's Day event which starts at 10.30am. Camperdown Park Run in Dundee has their Christmas Day event at 10am and their New Year's Day event at 11am. Brandon Country Park Park Run has an event at Christmas Day starting at 10am and one on New Year's Day starting at 10.30am. And finally for this week, Newbury Park Run has their Christmas Day event starting at 9am and their New Year's Day event starting at 10.30am. I've mentioned it many weeks before obviously but if anyone would like me to announce their particular parkrun and what they're up to over the Christmas holiday period just let me know drop me an email to stayfrostyparkrun at gmail.com or send a message on the on the Stay Frosty Facebook page and I'll be happy to include you in next week's Christmas calendar next week will obviously be the last one before Christmas so if you want to get in there please drop me a message I'm only, I'll be only too happy to include it and you just have to let me know which one you'd like me to include. And now, it's time to move on to our park runs for this week. So I'll get to the facts and figures about this in a minute, but I'd like to give my congratulations to Nikki and Dylan, who both got PBs at South Norwood this weekend. Excellent work, guys. But to myself and Jay, I'd maybe like to issue a tentative warning about the effects of overindulgence in the Christmas season. This year, coincidentally, we both had our respective work Christmas parties on Friday the 14th of December. We were both determined to do the park run the next day, as we always are, but sadly the previous night's merriment affected us both. I rolled out of bed 20 minutes before I had to leave and attempted to locate my running gear, which under normal circumstances I would have laid out the night before, whilst Jay lay in bed fervently debating whether he would be physically able to run 5 kilometres or not. By the time I had to leave, I was still layering on T-shirts because it was so cold outside, whilst Jay, clad in one sock and his dressing gown, stumbled around the flat, muttering, I should go, but I don't think I can. I might throw up. My sympathetic response, of course, being, I have to leave now or I'm going to miss the start. I'm already running late. Long and short of this cautionary tale for anyone out there enjoying the Christmas merriment as well, is that... I just about made it to Parkrun and Jay sadly decided for the greater good that he would have to sit this one out. So I'm just going to, like I say, issue a cautionary tale to anyone out there who's also enjoying Christmas parties over this particular season. If you're having it on a Friday night and you want to do Parkrun the next day, drink lots of water, I would say try and get to bed early, but I know it's not always possible. I guess drink lots of the water is the most sensible thing to do. Try not to overindulge too much. Try not to mix too many different alcohols together. And maybe don't do it if you think you're going to throw up. I mean, that's not going to be fun for anybody. So once again, a big congratulations to Nikki and Dylan. Nikki ran South Norwood in 25 minutes and 9 seconds, which, as I've mentioned, is a brand new PB for her. And Dylan ran South Norwood in a time of 29 minutes and 23 seconds, which is a new PB for him. Apparently he was chasing my fluorescent green leg warmers, so it's good to know I was of use to him, even if I was feeling a bit rough myself. I managed to run South Norwood in 29 minutes and 2 seconds, and by the time I'd finished I had a massive craving for McDonald's. And also I was so cold that I had to run into Primark before I was able to eat and buy a cheap pair of tracky bottoms to pull over my running leggings. I think this may be... Partly related to the fact that it was so cold out, but also related to the fact that I'd been drinking the night before and just wasn't feeling great. Not my finest park run, it has to be said, but I'm pleased I didn't miss it, whilst Jay is still still lamenting having missed his chance to do an additional park run. And after that cautionary tale, I'm going to give you a quick lowdown on what I'm going to be doing next week. So next week is going to be my Christmas holiday special. Because it's the last weekend before Christmas and I'll actually be recording it at the home of my in-laws in Exeter. If you have any festive Parkrun stories or any messages that you'd like to share, please just let me know and I'll include them on my Christmas special next week. You can get in touch via the email stayfrostyparkrun at com, or by sending me a message on the Stay Frosty Parkrun Facebook page. As always, I'd love to hear from you. I love reading your comments when you've got any to put on there. Please let me share your stories on my podcast. I'd be more than happy to do so. All that remains now is for me to hope that everyone has had a better parkrun weekend than Jay and I had this week, and to wish you all a very good week leading up to Christmas. Stay frosty, parkrunners, and I'll see you all again next week.